DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Everybody, let's ride as the Cowboys get ready to face the Lions Saturday night at Jerry World, Jimmy Johnson, Ring of Honor induction ceremony. It's going to be a special night. Cowboys six-point favorite. Let's talk about this with our favorite writers. We've got Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Got, oh, oh. I, I know, I know. Iceman. Listen, listen we got I'm the like, what, what are we doing here? here? Uh, this, is a, this is for Detroit. John this John is my, this is funeral for Detroit on Saturday. That's what we're doing? Yeah. Okay, I had some events to do earlier. I just was looking cool, so hey. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Clarence Hill, uh, glad to see you in here today. Um, last night, I was jealous. I was watching the the first responder bowl. Were you? you at the game? <laughs> My best friend was at the game. He went to Texas State, and I was just looking out there at the crowd at Ford Field. I was like, man, it, 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 like, hey, people just showed up out there. Cause well, well, Texas State showed up. Texas State is that first ever, first ever bowl. Uh, one former one double A school moved up to Division One and got to a bowl game and their fans not only did they show up but I don't know if you saw some of the stats today did but they? they drank the stadium out of beer. But that's what they do at Texas. And State. then they stormed the field. But Texas State has always been a party school. Yeah, they yes. stormed the field as a game. Yes, Texas State has always been a party school. It's one of you know top party schools in the country, and and they showed up and partied and played well and and beat my my Rice House. And so. they should enjoy that because uh, G J Kenny, their coach. He's not for long because he's good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The UTSA guy, we kept hearing he was not for long, and he's still a UTSA. So, uh, Well, this dude's younger. That's why I said that. We're, Plus, we're, I remember when he was a when he was a recruiting quarterback. I remember when he was in high school. So that's what I mean. Yeah, I remember he was in high school. And, yeah, and, and he was at Texas and, and different things like he was that. He at Texas? Yeah. Doing what? On the, on the team as a quarterback, recruit. Really? Yeah. Then he transferred. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I never knew he was at Texas. Yeah, I mean, I follow recruiting very closely, and I, I remember coming out of high school. So I remember coming Kenny out of high school. Browns was in Texas. Yeah. yeah, a lot of folks. Browns was in Texas too. Yes, he, yes. he was a receiver though. He went to quarterback. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Todd died some. Riley died. He was over there. At the, he went to Texas. Yep. Did he Did play? He? At all? Receiver. No, transfer. And when we're going to go with his dad. So, hey, look, a lot of guys, a lot of guys start there. You know? They, they, I mean, it's like, start, yeah. But, it's know? like guys start there. Well, I mean, when you don't know them coaches, so, you know, they, you know, it's kind of, you know, they. They take care of them. Well, they take care of them, but they're not on that next level, level of talent. That's why they get out of Which is why they coaching, okay? Which is why they all coach. Preferred walk-off. They went all to the family business. They all, all returned to the family business, okay? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and Kenny was the coach's son, too. Yes. All right. So, so anyway, like I said, I was I was jealous that you uh, got, got on out there. I was like, man, I should have gone to the game. But it also was cold, so I was you know, really trying to be cold out there. Yeah, it was cold, and I expected you know because it went down. But you know, we we survived. You know, it, it had a good time. First half was close. Second half was not so much. Yes. But you know, I had to stay to the end because my daughter was chilling, so I couldn't leave early. Yeah, like a lot of Bryce fans did. But Bryce had a bowl game. That used to not happen. So hey, this is back to back bowl. They they've been in it before. This Tech State first bowl. This old hat for Rice. The uh, <laughs> I, I said this. I was with you till you said old hat. It's old hat. So, the the one thing that did surprise me, you, and you just hit me about Texas State. I forgot my time when I worked in Austin. Many times on Sixth Street, you meet people. I'm San Marcos, yeah. 
but you thought they were Texas students. Oh, yeah, they, and then yeah, you later yeah, on yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah no, she, <laughs> she, she don't go to Texas. She's, <laughs> she's down there in San Marcos. Got food. Party in San Marcos. Exactly. Hey, you know what? We can't get to Texas. It's the closest thing we can do. We can say we go down here and we're going to run up here on 6th That's why you can't find them. You can party in Austin. Right. There you go. There you go. So that is the, that's the, the you know, one of the small good things about going to a place like that. So all good. All good. All right. Cowboys facing the Lions on Sunday. Can you give me an update on my man, 77 Tyrants? Well, I mean, he took, went through the walkthrough yesterday. That's, that's a good sign. The Cowboys are hopeful that, that he has a chance to go. Because um, Chuma Doga uh, really let them down. You know, he, he had early in the season, they played decently in place of Tyron Smith, but, but he was a problem. Uh, not just physically, but the communication is missing blocks and, and, and not blocking guys. You don't let letting uh, dudes run free. Just letting guys run free. And so th- this is definitely a different offense with Tyron on the field, and they, they definitely need him on the field. But, you know, again, it's a back. Backs are tricky. You know, and, and so, you know, they, Jerry talked about on the radio about them shooting him up and all this other stuff. So that they're still managing that. They're hopeful that, that he can go, and, and they want him to play because they need to win this game. But nothing's set in stone as of yet. Matt Willetsko has been activated off the injured reserve list, and Rashawn Evans has been cut after his uh, arrest by the Frisco police on Tuesday for marijuana. You know, it's two things there, because did they cut him because of the weed? I mean, Sam Sam Williams had some stuff in his car. He didn't get cut. <laughs> they cut him for the weed. They needed linebacker help, and he ain't help. I mean, he they needed linebacker help. He didn't help, and they needed a roster spot. So you gave him an excuse to, to find his roster spot. Right. We might have found it so, anyway. Yeah, you you gave him an excuse to find his roster spot, and that, right. that that's really what it was because they want because Chuma uh, got banged up a little in that game, and they and they need well, let's go. They may need his depth. They value that backup tackle over a <laughs> linebacker who was opposed to give you some experience, give you some size at your weakest position, and has not played. He has played no defensive snaps in two of the past three games. You know, none. You know, he's played the special team snaps, and that's not what you want from an old linebacker to play special teams. You brought it. You didn't sign him for special teams. You signed him for defense. You know, and he's giving you nothing on defense, and the Cowboys are going to continue to go with this basically a um, nickel defense. You know, the, the sub-package defense is their base defense. But that's one reason why they went after Shaq. I mean, Shaq Leonard. I mean, when when, when Shaq Leonard was free, it's one reason why. Well, you know, everybody was talking about what well, he wasn't. He was still more than what the Cowboys than had. What you get. Uh, and they certainly had a vision for how they would use him, especially his size. And we know, you know, the, the weakness of this defense is, is stop and run, and 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 you do, you have small linebackers, and and that's a problem. It's been a problem the last few weeks. It's going to be a problem in the playoffs if they don't find a way to at least get the lead on offense and make teams have to throw, you know, to catch up. But those tight games, December, January playoff games, you have to be able to stop the run, and the Cowboys have not done that. Speaking of the run. Jamar Gibbs, 872 rushing yards, nine touchdowns. David Montgomery, 910 yards rushing, 11 touchdowns. That's what comes the Cowboys' way on Sunday. Dallas, a six-point favorite. How do you see this run game for Detroit versus this Cowboys defense, Jacques Taylor? Uh, throw the coach in there, too. They're going to punish him on the run. Are they going to attempt to? They're going to attempt to, right. And, you know, man, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I put this out on um, Twitter earlier, and I ain't breaking no news. It's, but the Cowboys are playing – you know, somebody said, well, they just got these these little guys, and they do they play the way they play, which is their philosophy is grab the lead early, put this pressure on you, make you throw, 
make you get into feel like you have to shoot it out with. It's much like, and I, I use the analogy in a very broad sense, much like when the Suns had Dan Tony and they shot all these threes, they get up and down the court. They want you to, hey, that was pretty easy, pretty easy, pretty easy. And sooner or later, they better at it than you are. And so they they get you into their game. So they're willing to give up some points and some other things to get you into their game where you feel like you got to throw because what? Running requires patience and some other things. And if we don't get it, now they up again. Now it's all good when it works and when it don't. I, 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 I do like your analogy. I, I would just pump the brakes. They're not willing to give up points. They well, you know what they are. They, they, you know, yeah. Dan Quinn ain't willing to give up points. No. They, but they're not, not trying to give up points. They, what, they want what? you to throw because you feel this innate pressure. Like if we don't score, they're going to be that, back down here scoring. Um, one thing I learned in the locker room today talking to Oso Odigizua, uh, and it was funny because. <laughs> We were in the press box in Miami, and the guy couldn't say Odigizua. He said, Oso, no diggity. And we, and we all did. <laughs> no diggity, no dog? And so we started the singing piano. the song. Yeah, no a... diggity. <laughs> so I saw sad everybody was singing Not the song. <laughs> right. Anyway, so that's kind of... And Todd, Arch, did Todd know? Todd, no, Todd, Todd's coming here. Look, Todd, Todd, don't, don't sleep on Todd. He's a Beastie Boys guy. Don't sleep on Todd. But, uh... So but so it was kind of fun. A new addition, but he a new addition Boston. Yeah, guy? he's a new addition yeah. Boston. Okay. Guy. So, okay. Uh, yeah. AP Skylar Dixon didn't know. Yeah. AP's not in my head now. Can, can I tell? Can I tell yeah. my lies? Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, talking, to Osa, talking to Osa, talking to Osa, no diggity. They understand. Yeah, no diggity, no doubt. Uh, they understand the challenge of the Detroit run game. They run a lot for a lot of yards, but they think they have a better opportunity to slow this run game down because. They don't put all the bells and whistles. They have a traditional pro-style rushing attack, you know, and they don't have all the eye candy that Miami has. So they won't be confused and, you know, this looks like that. It's going to be something else, okay? <laughs> Miami just line up and stop. They line up, and so it's easier for them to, to – uh, key to their fundamentals and their keys and stop the run. So that's why – I mean, now it's curse – we say that Detroit is still what the second best rushing offense in the league. They still got guys running, but from a Cowboys strategic standpoint, they feel they have a better chance of slowing them down because they don't do all the eye candy stuff. And the fact that you've got a really good Detroit offensive line. You got two guys, your center and then Panay Sewell, the tackle, probably will end up being all pro players this year. Yeah, no doubt. They they you know, we we talk about, you know, how, how great Tyron has played when he's done the field, but no, no one's been better than Sewell this year at left tackle. You know, he, he's he's that good, and and so that's going to be a challenge for Michael. You're talking about the pass rush. That's that's certainly good. They don't they don't give up many sacks, you know. And so that that's going to be a challenge. So you have to stop the run for sure. But that that's the focus. And you you the, the Cowboys understand. Uh, and we talked to Osa. They they have to stop the run if they want to play on the pass. You know, and, and that's been the talk all year. I, again, I, I I don't think they're willing to give up rushing yards. They they know they need to stop because teams will do like Buffalo did and run forty nine times if you don't stop them. Forty nine times, especially this team. Yeah, and they, they will run the ball down your throats if you don't stop. Them. So they have to bow up and stop. It's interesting, you know. You, we we talk about the size. And, you know, at linebacker, and it's really on the defensive line to get it done because you don't have the size of linebacker to bow up. And, you know, all those bend backs and all the other stuff, you know, they're going to have to run to the football, but you need those linebackers. I was going to say, but, you know, when you're playing at home and you feel comfortable and the turf is fast, they'll come out and they'll run to the ball and they'll gang tackle and they'll do all that kind of stuff. The question will be, will they be able to score early enough to the end? And not faster than Gibbs. 
No, but, you know, they'll get hats there. <laughs> they so, get hats there because you want your boy to throw the ball, Jerry Goff. They're in hole. Oh, and they play well at home. The, the Cowboys put up points at home. They're going to put up 30-plus points at home. They are a six-point favorite in this game here. So there are some positives trending towards what's going on here. Detroit 11 and 5, Cowboys 10 and I mean, Detroit 11 and 4, so Cowboys 10 and 5. Well, as, 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 as McCarthy said, yes, they're the next team. But let's be honest, this is the biggest challenge the Cowboys have faced at home this year. They're the best team the Cowboys have faced at home this year. The over Philadelphia? Over Philadelphia. You right. see the way Philadelphia's playing right now? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would definitely say so. You know, rec, don't, don't, you know, don't let the records fool you. This, this Eagles team, they should have gave the Cowboys a Christmas gift on, on, you know, on Sunday. They, they almost blew that game with the Giants. They tried. They, they, <laughs> you know, Seattle came out there and battled them pretty good. Yeah, I know they played. I'm just telling you, this, this, this Detroit team, you know, what they have and the way they're playing may be the best team. And that's what the Cowboys are looking at. It's the best, biggest challenge we oh. face. So, yes, you played well at home. You won at home. But you can't rest on your laurels. You're going to have to go down and get it done because this ain't no layup on Saturday. No, no. not layup. They're trying to get the number two seed in, in the they, conference. Number one seed. Well, yeah, because they beat uh, San Francisco, right? No, they didn't beat San Francisco, but San Francisco drops a game. Yeah. And they have the Ford and they have the Rams at the end. They, they, and if they went out, they have a chance for number one seed. That's, that's a fact. Let's get a break here. If the Cowboys win against Detroit, does it change any narratives or anyone's mind? How will we view this win? We'll do it with Jacques Taylor, Clarence Hill, Newey Scruggs, Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code Cowboys. VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back, back to back, Media back. Mash. Media Mash. 
Cash right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. I'm Newey Scruggs, got the author, Jean-Jacques Taylor. Hopefully a lot of folks bought the uh, Coach Prime book for Christmas and gave it out to people there. And we've got uh, also an author as well. He's Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. And uh, the proud parent of a Rice cheerleader was at the game last night, first responder bowl over at Ford Stadium. Don't know why they didn't have the end zones uh, changed up. Still said SMU Mustangs. I thought you were supposed to change it around. For, <laughs> Man, know, they had a paint. I don't know what it is. Maybe that's a permanent paint. That's permanent paint on SMU's field. It's not. It's not. It's not the Cowboys. They don't change up. You know, it's permanent paint. <laughs> permanent marker. I, don't know. I didn't know. It's not. You know, they it's not, advertising for not disappearing ink. That's permanent marker there. Okay. Detroit has won the North, eleven and four. Right now, the number two seed. In uh, no three three C here in the uh, playoffs. So this, if the Cowboys win, favored by six, this is a quote unquote good team, a division winner. Will it change the hearts and minds of Cowboy fans if this is a win Saturday night? No, because it just continues to fit the narrative of you win at home, but you can't beat a good team on the road. <laughs> I mean, we all know that. And 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 the, the problem here is that you don't give yourself the benefit of the doubt because you haven't won on the road and. When you get to the playoffs, it's always about the playoffs. It's always been about the playoffs since the beginning of the season. We know we knew the Cowboys would get to the playoffs. Of course, it's what they're going to do in the playoffs. The best way to win in the playoffs is to have home games. You know, it's fun. It's, it's a crazy stat, you know, and it's it's been looked at as an indictment against this team. The Cowboys have not won back-to-back playoffs games or two playoff games, road playoff games, since 1975. 1975. You know why? Because when they were winning the Super Bowl, they was always at home. Right. Okay, they didn't have to go on the road. It's tough to win on the road. In the and that seventy-five was they were a wild card team, and so they had to go that road. But the Cowboys have not generally been a while. They won the division. They've had home games. It is tough to win on the road, and and so when you look at the road, the cow, the journey the Cowboys have to go on to finally get back to the Super Bowl is largely going to win the road. You have to win not just one, maybe two playoff games on the road. That's why the narrative won't change. Yes, you win at home, but what you going to do on the road? Because that's what you're going to do in the playoffs. Ain't nothing gonna change to the playoffs, but we knew that when the season yeah. started. Yeah, it's always, but but you you made it tough on yourself. If you win one of these games, you have a chance at least one two home game. Things happen, like you know what Baltimore did to to uh, the Forty Nineers. And the Forty and Forty Nineers still got the Rams to go. You know you put, want to put yourself in a position to be a division champs and possible be the number one seed. I mean, all that was two weeks ago. All that was on the table. They before can... you go to Buffalo and lose, and before you go to Miami and lose on the road. They can still win the division. All is not lost. There's still possibilities and hopes. No, yes. it is. But it's but just slim and none. <laughs> Slim's all you need, right? This is yeah. True. No, it is possibility. But you asked about the changing of yes. the narratives, and, yeah, and that's like, not going to change the narrative. Change. Okay. And even if you win the division at this point, you know you're still guaranteed one home game. You know, and and, and then you're you're hoping that maybe somebody gets upset. But you want to put yourself in the best possible position. To win, and and the the good news is, you know, I don't know if it's the Cowboys in denial or they're taking confidence out of how they played against Miami one week after getting that no short against Buffalo. Gotcha. The way they battled back, two scores down in the fourth quarter to come back and take the lead. You know, and that that drive that that Dak had, I'm gonna tell you right now, if the Cowboys had held on defense and win that game, we would be talking about that 17 play drive, Dak throwing a touchdown pass. Sure. On Jalen Ramsey to win that game and bring them back. And we would be talking about the guts and the moxie and the leadership and all the other stuff. But all that's lost because they couldn't hold them on the other end. But from an offensive standpoint, they are taking 
confidence and pride in what they do, how they battle back. Defensively, they held the highest scoring offense in the league to five field goals, one touchdown. Yeah. You know, so there were things there you can feel good about. But at the end of the day, the defense you didn't are, hold them down. You are, yeah, you are what your record says you are. They don't. They still didn't win on the road. Still didn't be the good team on the road. But you know, maybe this is something they can use for fodder in the playoffs. We'll see. So we're talking about. Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, the whole vanishing act for two quarters. You know, I, I think more was made up than what it was. Okay. You know, uh, and, and, and sort of, you know, Lamb's a receiver, and I love Lamb. You know, he he, he kind of, you know, was strange. They didn't do nothing to me. Well, they did, was doing something to Dak. They were backed up. They were doing something to Dak, okay? You know, it wasn't just like I'm not trying to throw the ball to you. They were doing something to Dak. The time wasn't there. A lot of three, you know, this the, the, the offense was not in a rhythm at that point. And give Miami credit. But it wasn't, you know, the Cowboys winning the game, want to get the ball to C D. They ended the game getting the ball to C D. They weren't not trying to throw the ball to C D. Well, you know, Dak got pressured. I yeah. think forty-two percent of his throws. I think during that stretch of the second and third quarter, they only had twenty-one offensive plays because they couldn't sustain any drives. Why couldn't they sustain any drives? Because Dak was running for his life on almost every drop back. And so you gonna miss receivers. You are gonna make bad decisions. You gonna make bad throws. When you got somebody on your butt. Yeah, and, and I think the bigger problem, and this continues to be the bigger problem, is the lack of the run game. You know, oh, yeah. they, 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 they. You they know, can't and, run it when they want to. You can't run it when you want. You can't run it when you need to. And the opening drive of the game, you know, we can talk about the end of the game where the defense didn't do. Opening drive of the game, it, it was it was right there on full display. Not having a hammer at the goal line, you know, because you know we talked to Tony about it today. You know, how do you how do you not get in? You know, everybody wants to point out Hunter and fumbling. He shouldn't have fumbled. It was horrible fumble, all of that. But Tony Pollard had a walk in score. What did he say? Because I have a theory. He said that he should have went wide. He should have kept going wide. Well, he, he said he should have kept. He said the question is why did he cut back? He he thought he was in, but but the problem is when he cut back, he didn't cut back with power. No, he, he, he cut back stood up, up like he was going to walk in instead of you know. And obviously, you know, there was some junk there, you know, because you had Ferguson was there blocking and all the other stuff, which actually he ran into Ferguson, you know, which which helped the defense stop from getting in zone. Which is my point: is if you trust your speed, your speed back. You run wide. It's just you and the defense are back. Either you outrun him to the corner or you cut back on him, and he has, and you have the leverage. And at that point, because Jake Ferguson said you have no leverage, and you, you know you you, and then you didn't get low, you know, and, and turn and, and you and go down, and you just tried to one in straight up. Would you have no power? But again, we talked about not having hammered at, at, at the uh, at the goal line, so that was an issue. Tony Pollard, well, the franchise tag this year, ten million dollars. Ain't gonna be on the franchise tag next year. Is he back with the Cowboys next year? Why? Well, not at that money. And it depends on the price. I mean, you know, you know, obviously you're going to go get a back, possibly. We still need a, a, another back. But if he's if he's cheap and if he's – and one year removed from that, that injury, he may have his speed back. He might be that guy. He may not – he may go back to his former role of being the chain of pace guy and not the lead dog. You know, right. you know, so there's, you know, there's conversations uh, to be had. If you talk about disappointing Cowboys, he's near the top of the list. And, and he's a good dude and all that stuff. But if you talk about expectation and performance, he's at the top of the list. for most Well, I mean, it, it goes players. back to like last year. You, you get rid of Amari Cooper and you put all your hopes into Michael Gallup, give him money, coming off an injury, 
and it was a huge disappointment, it was a huge mistake. You know, same way, you get rid of Zeke, and not that Zeke was on Mark Cooper's level, but you promote Tony to number one, you give him number one money, give him the franchise tag, and he is not giving you a return on that investment. This is true. So, and this is just me. Uh-oh, here it comes. If I get Tony Pollard at five, and I go get somebody else. You don't like Rico Dowdle? You want somebody else? They don't like Rico Dowdle. <laughs> Rico's me. okay. He's just a guy. I mean, right, there are right. plenty of backs in the league. There's so many teams got so many different backs who are, who are getting it done. Yeah, I mean, you, you can know, draft so, one, you free agent one. Right. I said that there's, there's, you know, we, we know in rounds two, three, there's going to be some people available. Um, but, but you you can, can can go that way. Um, I mean, hey, Saquon Barkley will be free. I mean, there's going to be people free. There's going to be people free that you could, and then go back to what Skip Peter always talked about, which is, hey, Tony Pollard in a timeshare is is what you want. Him being the lead. He compared dog. Tony to Felix Jones so many times, and nobody was listening. Well, that's because Felix that Jones was so bad. No, but but he was saying he's 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 there in those doses. He's your change of pace guy. He's not and, your every down guy. And when did people get really frustrated with Felix? When they tried to make Felix the when number he one up guy, looking like Uncle Felix, and and then they pulled the pull away. He always looked like Uncle that. Felix. So, he was so an old looking guy. That's where Love you, Felix. It, it's almost. I mean, so so have the Cowboys repeated that mistake? The Felix mistake? I don't think Tony they repeat. I mean, I, he was better than Felix ever was. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's necessarily repeating the mistake. I just don't think that they reinforced their decision. And we talked all offseason about getting help, getting the hammer. They should have. They, they could have went and got other backs that were free, you know, and to, to help supplement that and that's what they didn't do and I don't think Zeke is that guy and as much as I love Zeke I mean Zeke is still averaging whatever he's averaging in New England so you know I think it was what you said which is they needed to go get another legitimate runner and then we pair him up but I mean I was down with Tony I think, uh, but it ain't my job to know that. Oh, he had this injury, and it's gonna take him this long to get back. And but everybody knew that. That's that's. It's just like I mean, who didn't know? How do you not know? Right. I mean, Tony told us last week he didn't feel himself until. But that's last week. I mean, you know, it's like he wasn't. You know, everybody, he's fine. He he admitted last week at the start of the season okay. he did not feel like himself. Of course, they're not gonna say that publicly. Correct. But trainers, doctors, the Cowboys should know he's not going to be himself to start the season. And, and the running game struggled for how long? And based off what you saw from Michael Gallup, like, let's stop trying to count on guys being healthy after Okay, so check this out. As I take this very quick exit rant. Trayvon Diggs ain't going to be Trayvon Diggs at the start of next year. Okay, and that's... Plan for that. No, and no, no, but time out. The, the difference here, and, and he may or may not because you're usually better. The difference here is he got her early in the season. No, We're talking about, it doesn't matter. It does matter. Time no, matters. Time, 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 time matters. No, time it matters, matters, but it don't matter. What, what? Meaning, yes, he he could play, but if you think you're going to get the Trayvon Diggs you've been used to the first year after the ACL, it's not going to happen. No, no, no. but what, what I'm saying is you have a better chance of being closer to yourself because the time and when he got hurt. He got hurt in October. Uh, you really have a whole full year. Tony got hurt in January. Mm-hmm. You know, Gallup got hurt in January. You know, and and, and so the, those are, those are big factors in them being ready. And then I'll add back on to what you said here and put it into this to you, Jacques. You'll have Diggs back. You'll have Bland back. I would be look from the Cowboys looking at trying to bring Gilmore back. He's thirty four, dog. He can come back at the right number. He's 34, dog. Well, well, that's that's a part of the equation yeah, as well. He can come back yes. at the right number because he right. had a good year. But and, 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 and so, therefore, I'm not needing – if I can get Gilmore back, I don't need Diggs to come back and be 
that guy right out of the gate. That's all I'm saying. As if I, as I'm looking at that. That's all. Yeah, no, and, and that's that's something to be talked about. And, and I would, you know, I would bring Cooks back too. Yeah. Oh, you have to. You know. I mean, C- Cooks is coming back. He, he, there like, may be somebody else. Not they figured that. Would, no, somebody we already know that. Back, you know. Yeah, you know, he, he's he's been a perfect number two receiver at, at slow start, but well, they you know, we figured out how to get down. Well, and 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 and, and that final drive. I mean, that's Cooks against Jalen Ramsey. You know, Dak. You know, people don't challenge Jalen Ramsey, but that that. Potentially would have been a game-winning throw, game-winning touchdown. Camming on Cooks against Jalen Ramsey. Great throw, great catch, great yes. rap. All of that. And so that's what you get when you got a veteran. Gallup back? Stop it. That's what he was saying. We're not even having that conversation, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can say his name. <laughs> we said it. Gallup's a great dude, but he won't be here next year. This is uh, dollars and cents production conversation. It, it is, and it's not just the Cowboys; it's all across the league. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got Tyron Smith. You got the same question on Tyron Smith. He, he he's he's out of contract, you know. And when he's been on the field, he's been great. But he, you know, he's missed four games. And how much do you pay for that? And if you want to like bring him back next this year? year, roster spots for uh, yeah. Weekly the problem is, is that I, I hear you, and and at some point. I can't take a chance on you being there for 14 games when you you missing the most important games. And again, maybe he's back with playoffs next year. What if he's not even back with the playoffs? So you know we we can piecemeal it until until you're not available. And it didn't being smart financially had, don't mean a hill of beans if you ain't on the field in the playoff time. No, you have to. Oh, I mean that's how you you add. That's two different questions. The other question is, do you just even want to deal with that? Right. Well, and, and this or are you the swing type? And this is also comes into the whole problem of Matt Willetsko not developing, Josh Ball not developing, that you're sitting here having to have this conversation now because these two guys you've taken have shown you absolutely. I can't get very, mad at fourth-round picks that don't yeah, develop. That, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I mean, I can get mad at first that, and second. The, the idea that fourth-round picks will come in but your left tackle is, 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 is folly. Right now they're not even your swing tackle. Right. No, 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 you, no, can, no. you can be disappointed by that, but. It's a fourth round pick. But at, at the end of the day, we're, we're talking about next position. year. You you need a guy, an anchor that you can count on. That's going to be yeah. a top level player, not just a is, a swing, is, just a guy. Is next year when you go to Tyler Smith and say now is the time? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's easier I, to find a tackle. I mean, a guard than a tackle. So yeah, yeah, no doubt. And they looked at drafting the guard this year, you know, and you can get a good guard in the second round, and third he, round. He shouldn't mind because that's where the money is. All right. So uh, speaking of you know people that. Uh, Money. Um, if the Broncos release Russell Wilson, <laughs> right. you gonna bring him to Dallas? What you, what you asking for? Got Trey Lance. Uh, <laughs> because the Broncos have benched him because they don't want him to get injured and have to be on the hook for the salary. So if the Broncos release him, and again, first, that's what I'm picking back on that. You know, which, which is frustrating to me because everybody always talks about we're gonna do whatever it takes to win, we'll do whatever it takes to win. When we all know that money drives most decisions in the NFL, and Denver still has an outside shot at the playoffs, they're not eliminated. Okay, but you're benching Russell Wilson for money, not for trying to win. Mm-hmm. You're benching Russell Wilson, and he's played okay. Look at his numbers; he has good numbers. You know, he's still a, a, a capable quarterback. But you're benching him for money, not. Doing what's best for the team to win right now. No, because you don't want him to get hurt and no, be on the hook for that. All of that, but, but, you, but you're selling to your fans. You're still selling. You know, your you tickets know, ain't changed. The tickets, all of that. Because but you're, still and high. you still have a ch- again outside chance at the playoffs. You know, but you're benching him because <laughs> you're trying to save money in the future. No, we did it in Dallas last year with the Mavericks. 
we're going to bench Luka and everybody else the last two games because we want this lottery yeah, pick. But... And they had a chance to go to the playoffs. It's the same thing. So I'm not disagreeing with you, but it happens everywhere. This is this is sports. This is what's going to cost them if they cut him after <laughs> after the, that's after. A, that's uh, a lot June of typo that fold, man. Um, 120. $4 million in salary for the Broncos to Russell Wilson. They still got to pay that, right? It will cost, though, that's what they paid. Uh, it will cost them $35.4 million in 2024 of debt cap money. Then in 2025, the cap debt money will be $49.6 million. <sighs> it cost them Noah Fant, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris. A 2022 first-round pick, which is Charles Cross. A 2022 second-round pick, which is Boye Mafe. A 2022 fifth-round pick, which was Tyreek Smith. A 2023 first-round pick, which was Devin Witherspoon. <laughs> and a 2023 second-round pick, which was Derek Hall. And Russell Wilson has played for Denver for two seasons, and his record is 11-19. and 19. This would qualify as a bad trade. Myra Cooper, Cooper trade don't look so bad now. Oh, still bad. <laughs> I say it don't look so bad. Uh, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to that trade because that's also what happens when you hire the wrong head coach and you fire the dude after one year because he wasn't really qualified and you yep. did all this to prop that dude up because he's been riding Aaron Rodgers' coattails and you're trying to prop him up. Oh, let's go get another veteran to prop him up because he can't coach up Drew Locke. And so that's what you get. And so if you look at the bigger picture – yeah, there was a bad trade, but why? And then Sean Payton come on and say, y'all trade all that for this dude? He can't even run my offense. You know the wildest part when you think about it? So, oh, I don't even like him. Seattle got got off good by trading right, right. Russell Wilson. But they're also the organization that gave the Jets two first-round picks for Jamal Adams. Safe. <laughs> but yet nobody was willing to give up two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson. Washington, Carolina. It's, it's, it's a very weird league. No, it, it's, it, was really it was collusion. It was collusion. There was, there's right. no question it's collusion. You're, you're right. We don't want to give up uh, another contract like they gave Deshaun Watson. We don't, you know, that that, that was clearly collusion. There's no way when Atlanta and oh, these the Raiders and they're, and they're saying that we, we have no interest in you know Lamar Jackson. New Orleans. You know all, all the, and he it, worth the two first. It, it makes it makes <laughs> it makes the two first. It makes no sense. And you and you see what a good quarterback is worth and what, what he does for the team. But but I, I you know and it's funny because you know getting back to the Cowboys and Dak. Look at Dak's numbers compared to, to Lamar Jackson. I thought we wasn't doing that. I, I haven't compared them. Look at them. Look, look compare them. They're, they're, Dak has a better quarterback rating, throw more touchdown pass, throw for more yards. What Lamar has is the number one defense in the league. And what, what set the tone against San Francisco, that, that defense. So if I'm listening to you, you're telling me that defense would be the difference for there's certain, there's certain difference in these two games. And, you know, it's funny because – Because that's what the Romo – Fans will continually say about his no, whole career. Say, you know, I agree. And, 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 you know, we came into this season thinking the Cowboys' biggest hope to break that gap was because they finally had a championship caliber defense. You know, I want to run the ball, protect my defense. Coming off the year when Dak had a league high interception, the focus on offense, run the ball, limit mistakes, because the defense is going to carry you. But what changed? Injuries. The reality. Why, you injuries. can say injuries. You lost, you lost a Pro Bowl corner. Okay, the bottom you, you lost, at, at, at the end of the day, lost line star linebacker, and then a linebacker you thought could could end up being a a, a good backup and overshot. So 
So you lost. At, at the end of the day, Diggs. right now, the best part of the team is the offense. Okay. And if but even funnier than that is, it was supposed to be a running team. Right. And a running team and is it, the worst it, part it, of the it, offense. You know, if the Cowboys have any any hope of taking that next step, it's going to be led by Dak Prescott in the offense. With C.D. Lamb, the offense is the best part of this team. When the Cowboys have been winning because the offense has set the tone, get the lead to help the defense out. Not the other way around. You know, it, it's led by the offense because and, and sports the quarterback. Is, sports is fluid. No, no doubt. But I'm just saying, though, that, that that you know, because everybody looks at I mean, just look at the, the – Dak's numbers are, are still amazing. You know, the, well, the Buffalo game. Well, he had a game, good game the other day. Right. 252 again, touchdowns. I, I'm, I'm just, like I said, if, if you – if they win that game, we're talking about, you know, what he did to bring them back on the road in Miami, 17-play drive, throw the touchdown pass. You know, if the defense could, you know, hold them. You know, and they, ultimately they couldn't do and it. To me, that was the disappointing thing because when you look at the game, yes, they held Miami under their total yardage average, under their point average, under their passing sure. average, under their rushing and, average, under the everything. And when, and when they needed to, when with three twenty-seven left, I gave you the lead. You're right, but at the same time, we could still even take this back to the offense. What's the difference in the game? The difference in the game was a turnover. No, I agree, but at and, and, and so had they done I, I, the their game, part as the, the offense and done their part, then no, maybe we're not even no no doubt. And, and and they let them down. You know, again, we talked about the, the running game not getting done down close, but you're asked to do what the game has to do at that moment in time. Sure. And so what happened in the first quarter is over. It's the fourth quarter. Okay. Right. The offense has scored points, put you back in the lead. It's three twenty-seven left. So you, so the length of the field. We can't talk to defense about what the offense did in the first quarter. We can only talk about what we're asking you to do now. You're right. Do what the game asks you to yes. do at that moment in time. But we always talk about in these games the turnover battle. I agree, but matters. that was that when you pass. lose. And when you lose, right, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. still, ultimately, all these things. When you start looking at the game stats. When you lose the turnover margin, you're basically going to lose. No doubt. And, and, and then you're trying to do and, a win and, 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 on the road and, against a good team. And piggybacking on that. They like stopped him at the five and, and, pick, no and, and piggybacking on that, what's also a difference in most of these losses, especially on the road, is they have gotten no turnovers on defense. The defense that prides itself. Two games with no turnovers. Yes. Now, go back to San Francisco game. All, go back to the Arizona game. When, go back to the Philadelphia game. The five losses on the road, the defense has gotten no turnovers. You know, I had one set the other and, day. And, 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 and they're not getting to court. But so that's what the defense prides itself on. So, yeah, they lost a turnover battle, but where are you, you contributing to that? See, this was that's why this was a quality team loss. I mean, you can point to everybody. Where are you contributing to that? And so sure. the difference here, you know, go back to the Philadelphia game. In, in, in Philadelphia, the ball was on the ground three times. They didn't get it one time. Correct. You know, you know, you know, San Francisco got none. You know, Arizona, I mean, you know, you had opportunities. You have to make your own opportunities. And so what I'm saying is that, you know, you you need everybody to pull their weight. But it's just interesting to me that, you know, we, we you know, Dak is suddenly out of the MVP conversation. But, and Lamar has done great. And he is great. He's a special, special player. But he also has the benefit of a defense that hit San Francisco in the mouth. Well, the bullies got bullied. <laughs> you know, and, and forcing four turnovers and all the other stuff, which, 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 which certainly was the difference, the biggest difference in that game. If Clarence Hill had an MVP vote, who would he give it to right now? At this point, you have to give it to Lamar. I mean, I think you have to give it to Lamar because they have to, you know, because he's record, been phenomenal and their team is great. And yeah, they, Lamar, because that, that's how it goes. You know, I, I don't, it, it's, it's muddled. So, you know, it's funny because I've been thinking about this. What if Lamar loses to Miami on Monday or this week? I don't know when they play, Sunday or Monday. It's the context. And, 
Yeah, I think it's the context. You know, didn't, you know, but you know, didn't, Miami has home field advantage. Miami's in first place. You know, I think Tyreek and the, you got the quarterback there. I, like you know, I think Purdy's so, out. So you got if McCaffrey. It, if it's a shootout, and you know Lamar puts up points, and and all of a sudden you know Tyreek Hill dropping bombs on him, and you know that, that's why I say I think it's the context. So I know, and, and for Purdy, the context of how you're at home, they got you for four national audience, everybody watching. That that's the kind of stuff that hurts well, you. And they give you a side eye anyway. But the difference with Purdy is that we already knew he wasn't the best player on the team. He was getting I love because he was a quarterback of a team that was the best team. Right. But we knew the difference players, the, the best players on that offense was Debo and, and McCaffrey. McCaffrey. And that's you know, it's funny. I, I was talking to Chris Broussard, and he was arguing about Purdy. I was like, he's not the best player on his offense. I mean, it's like when we was talking about Bland and Micah. Like, okay, right. we really like Bland, but who the best player on the defense? Right. And, and, that's, you know, and again, and, and, and funny thing, we've all forgotten about Bland's defensive player of the year candidacy. He still has the NFL record for returns sure. of the season, but we've all forgot about that. And he's actually been playing good again yeah, he's, because he's, they ain't been lighting him up. Right. But we've all forgot about the <laughs> Nobody bring nobody talking about it. Does that, I mean, he still got NFL record. Sports is Still got a cowboy. Right? I mean, we ain't talking about Tommy. Co- we ain't talking about Tommy Cutlets this week. This fifteen minutes came and gone. That's November. It's Kwanzaa. It's He was hot at Turkey Time. But what was Kwanzaa? But what we're talking about is Michael not getting hoes. Michael talked for twenty minutes about the officials and not getting the calls and everything else today. That just inspired everybody to throw some flags. Right. He talked for a long time today about. The flags and not getting calls and what he has to do and he's different and he you know I'm, I'm, I'm for no in. other rushers like me because I run four three and they don't run four three and I'm not getting these calls. Tell the call Shaq. Ask him how, how, how you deal with it. How do you deal with it? It's unfair. Clarence, appreciate you. Let's do it tomorrow. No problem. Jock Taylor, let's do it tomorrow. Chris Beam, appreciate you back there. Jazz, Big Will, everybody's a part of it. This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!